You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you're a 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415, hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast. As always, brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network, 95.7 The Game. It's Evan Giddings. It's Mark Grandy. Mark, my man, before we get into all the free agency news, how are you? I'm doing all right, Evan. Can't complain. Yeah, free agency now a week away as we record this on a Wednesday evening. You're listening to it on Thursday. So as you're listening, less than a week away. And of course, really, you'll start hearing a lot of news regarding free agency probably Monday of next week, which is when teams and agents can officially start talking. Uh, but a week away now from uh, when players can put pen to paper. So uh, we're really Gearing up, the new NFL calendar year is about to begin. It's it's wild how quickly it's come. So I'm excited for that. How are you doing? I'm okay, Mark. The NFL news, it makes me feel good. I'm glad we finally have some stuff to talk about. But for those of you listening to the beginning of our last episode, obviously know that I'm back on the gambling bandwagon. And I had some tough news fall my way the last time we recorded, Mark. So I specifically stayed away from bets that were being played during our recording uh, because Mm. I lost two bets by a combined two points so i'm currently down to the dumps the minus seven and a half by saint mary's also the plus seven and a half on usf at halftime against gonzaga i don't want to get too deep into it but mark i'm all over the place (laughs) my gambling is introduced to what i like to call at least lady madness and it sounds like the 49ers will be introduced to free agency madness perhaps this upcoming week should Brock Purdy's surgery not go well. And that's really what this all hinges on, Mark, is Friday. The the date that we finally have was once was February 22nd is now going to be, as we record this on Wednesday, upcoming on Friday, March 10th, Brock Purdy's surgery date. So that I can certainly be happy about. Yeah, and, and that's the big date. As you know, the 49ers try to figure out what their offseason looks like, Um, obviously there are other places that they need to get better at and they need to sign players at, but of course we like to focus on quarterbacks. That's the most important position in football, perhaps the most important position in any sport. Um, so a lot of this hinges, a lot of the 49ers plans this off season hinge on Brock Purdy's surgery on Friday. And if they get the unfortunate news that it is Tommy John, that he needs a full reconstruction rather than a repair which would in all likelihood cost him the entire 2023 season, at the very least the entire 2023 regular season, then the 49ers will approach most likely this offseason differently than if he just gets the run-of-the-mill uh, repair, which you know should have him back without many issues in six months' time. 
So that's where this kind of hinges. And you will see the Niners offseason, Evan, go in, you know, one of two ways based on the news on Friday. We talked about it at the end of the last episode. Make sure you're ready Friday morning. I'm not sure exactly what time the surgery is going to happen, uh, but make sure you're ready Friday morning because it you, you could potentially, if you're a, a late riser, you don't work super early in the morning, you could maybe wake up to this news potentially if the Niners want to get it done early Friday morning. And they are in central timeout in Texas, so, so that factors in as well. But be ready then because that is when this Niners offseason will turn one way or the other whether it means they won't go after a high-profile quarterback or maybe they'll try. It depends the news that they get on Friday with Brock Purdy's elbow. Yeah, and look, that is going to determine where the 49ers go in free agency, specifically a quarterback. But, of course, that affects every single other one of their decisions that they have to make. So the big free agency news this week concerning quarterbacks, or I should say, just quarterback news, potentially soon to be free agency, uh, is Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. And that was a, I don't want to say unforeseen domino, but with the Aaron Rodgers pre-retirement Tom Brady, Derek Carr, um, Jimmy Garoppolo, those were kind of, I guess, the most sought-after quarterbacks that were believed to be available. Obviously, Derek Carr's in New Orleans. Jimmy G is still a free agent. Aaron Rodgers is going to have to decide whether he wants to stay in Green Bay or they're going to have to try and finagle a trade. And, of course, Tom Brady, for now, is retired. But Lamar Jackson was placed under the franchise tag this week by Baltimore, which at this point would pay him less money than what Geno Smith just got paid by Seattle, Derek Carr just got paid by New Orleans, and, of course, what Daniel Jones just yeah. got paid $160 million over four years by the New York Giants. So... The non-exclusive free agency tag or franchise tag was placed on Lamar, and that means that he is allowed to negotiate a deal with another team, and the Ravens have five days to match that offer. However, if someone does indeed sign Lamar and the Ravens choose not to, they would receive first two first-round picks back. How does this affect the Niners? Well, of course, if the Niners wanted to negotiate a deal with Lamar, they currently cannot do that because they literally do not have two first round picks immediately to offer mark. They can, however, try and figure out some sort of sign and trade, which is bill Barnwell of ESPN laid out is unlikely, but still a possibility. The 49ers do have some draft capital that they could move something along the lines of Trey Lance being involved, of course, with any of these trades along with a, let's say a solid piece. I know in the article, Brandon Ayuk was someone that was thrown out along with a future first and future picks that the 49ers could offer. Before we even get into the logistics of it, Mark, and whether it work or not, are you open to this or is it something that you're just automatically shutting down? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, I mean, the idea of Lamar Jackson on the 49ers sounds great to me. Uh, if if the Niners can figure out a way to make it work and to ensure that, you know, they give Nick Bosa every penny that he wants, then 
why the hell not? I mean, he's an incredible talent. I know it, it hasn't been the greatest last couple of years after he had that insane MVP season, but there's no doubt. I mean, he'd immediately become the most talented 49ers quarterback since what Steve young. I mean, like it's, it, it's incredible. Like, he would make this offense almost unbeatable because they would have so many all pros everywhere, um, including at the quarterback position. So in theory, Evan, uh, why not? Yeah, of course. Uh, Lamar Jackson on the 49ers would make the 49ers better. In practice, it, it seems very unlikely, as you said. Again, not only do they have to be okay with giving up everything that they are willing to give up uh, that, that the Ravens would be asking for, um, but they also have to deal with this timeline of the non-exclusive franchise tag where literally every other team is also involved now. And it's out of the Ravens' hands. Obviously, they could expedite processes and, and you know, overstep maybe other teams who are mulling offers to Lamar Jackson. But it's not like this is a normal trade either where the Ravens can just, you know, tell to the Atlanta Falcons, for example, or the Indianapolis Colts or any other quarterback needy team. The, the Ravens can't just say, like, no to them. It, that what happens when you place the non-exclusive franchise tag on a player? That's the non-exclusive part. You're not he's not just exclusive to the Ravens anymore. He is available for anyone to talk to and to negotiate a contract. And then it's up to the Ravens if Lamar accepts a contract offer from a different team to then say yes or no. And if you say no, well, bye bye, Lamar Jackson. He's going to a new team. So it there's an extra hurdle and an extra hoop to jump through for the 49ers here. It's not just finding the right package that would make the Ravens happy, but it's also beating out other teams timing wise to get it done, which is difficult because right now, as we've talked about already, the Niners are still waiting to hear about Brock Purdy and they can't really go anywhere in this process until they know what Brock Purdy's elbow is like. So um, again, in theory, sounds great to me, but in practice, I would not get my hopes up because it seems like a long shot. To me, it seems, and I, I forget which comparison I used for quarterbacks last week. I think it might've been Jimmy Garoppolo, but again, I still, I still come back to it, Mark. The likelihood of Lamar Jackson being a 49er next year is worse than the likelihood of Tom Brady being a 49er next year. Now, like you said, in, in, I mean, in principle, that'd be great. Like I want people to imagine what Trey Lance looked like the first two, well, one and a quarter games before he got hurt last year. And even going back to his rookie season, the way he was used against Arizona and Houston, it would like Lamar Jackson looks like that, but turned up to a hundred. Yeah. I think he'd be the perfect place for, for Kyle Shanahan, perfect signal caller for Kyle Shanahan and a perfect placeholder for that quarterback spot. And they would win a ton of games. I just don't think feasibly it's going to happen, especially when you look at the amount of suitors that are lined up probably for his services. I know Deanna Rossini of ESPN reported that Atlanta was probably going to be out. I believe the other teams that were you know, kind of referenced Carolina, uh, Washington, even New York has certainly got to do its due diligence for the Jets. Uh, so there are other places that are more likely to have his services lined up than, than San Francisco. I also don't necessarily know if 
Kyle Shanahan is in love with paying top dollar for a quarterback that over the past couple of seasons has been relatively injury prone, of course, based on what we've seen in his own quarterback room. Uh, that's one. So I think the odds are slim. But the idea of it, Mark, is something that I think will be broached based off of Friday. And it, I mean, it comes down to basically how do the 49ers position themselves for free agency based on if the surgery goes well, which I'm assuming I think you are as well, but also if the surgery goes wrong, how are they positioning themselves in this quarterback market, perhaps not for Lamar Jackson, but for someone who can be of impact next season should Trey Lance not be all he's hyped up to be this offseason and not grab that starting job by the reins. Cause it, if you're not looking at Lamar or Aaron or Brady or you know whoever the, those top guys, then you're looking at Matt Ryan, Andy Dalton, and you know, Marcus Mariota, as we've tossed, tossed out before. Well, and the other part of this conversation, Evan, and uh, I think it, you know, if the, the way in my mind that you determine if something is worth doing, you have to consider, you know, like what, what they call it, you know, in, in economics, the opportunity cost. like, what are they missing out on? Like, you are getting Lamar Jackson, sure, or you know, you're you're telling yourself that you have the capital to to make it happen. Um, say it does. Say you get Lamar Jackson again. Everything that you just said, something I said earlier, it would make the offense nearly unstoppable. But what were you going to do with those resources otherwise? And what does that not allow you to do now? As um, as a result, like, does this mean that you're running with a relatively unproven offensive line alongside Trent Williams. Does it mean, you know, you're saying goodbye to Jimmy Ward and you're going to try to sign, you know, Tayshawn Gibson on the cheap again and, and hope that he holds up for another year. And you're going to have uh, Diomedor Lenore as your second corner. Are you saying bye to Emmanuel Mosley? Like that's also where this part of the conversation comes in. Again, I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't go after Lamar Jackson, but it, it's not just, Lamar Jackson or not Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson or would you want pieces elsewhere? Um, so that that's also part of this conversation. And I, I tend to agree with you. I'm not sure that Kyle Shanahan would feel comfortable putting that much money into his quarterback while he would love to have a quarterback of Lamar Jackson's abilities, considering he's never had one as a head coach near that level. He'd love that, but I'm not sure he also wants to, you know, skirt around the edges elsewhere. Um, so we'll see how they do go after it. Of course, they're going to do their due diligence. They they do for every one of these situations. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if they come to the decision that it's not worth chasing, even if they feel they have a, a, a slight chance because that they know that they can spend that money and really help this team in other ways. And then, of course, if the, the whole Purdy situation comes into play as well, obviously. But there is an other side to just the Lamar or no Lamar. You're also talking about saying no to other potential players that you could be bringing in. No doubt. 